0: Hey, gang. We're really happy that you listen to Suicide Buddies, and we appreciate that you like the show. We actually really care a lot about your mental health. And so, if you are feeling uh, depression, and especially suicidal thoughts or suicidal ideation, well, Dave and I would really prefer that you put down the podcast right now, and you call it the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's uh, 1-800-273-TALK, which is 1-800... Uh, 273-8255 uh, they're really great they will uh, eventually get to you uh, and they can uh, help you with more uh, professional advice than maybe Dave and I can fart out of our ass so you know just what
1: to do when Oh, to the dungeon.
0: <laughs> You're in the stank dungeon.
1: Yeah. W- welcome to the <laughs> stank dungeon. We talk about different smells in history every week. And we live in a basement.
0: <laughs> oh, worst worst stank ever? Huba stank.
1: <laughs> yeah. stank! You smell bad, and the reason is you. <laughs>
0: Well, there we go. I think we've already hit our government-required amount of riffing on 90s to early 2000s uh, rock. Dave, I think that's what we're known for, and I think we've actually hit it. It's Guys, true. thanks it for listening to the podcast. our brand. Glad you're alive. Bye.
1: See ya. <laughs> I am Dave... Dave Ross Oh sure I can say Ross There you go Dave Ross Uh, um, uh, I found it at Ross And uh, Hampton Yunt cunt That's right And uh, you're listening To Suicide Buddies This is our podcast Where we talk about Mental health Suicidal thoughts Suicide in history We joke around about it a lot Because we've been there And we are like Dark comedian (laughs) people Is that why we do this? Because we are dark comedy people.
0: Oh, God. We're the crow. (laughs) Dave and I, every episode, dresses the crow. We do. And have
1: leather dusters. I eyeliner on. I got so much eyeliner on. I have eyeliner in my mouth. (laughs) Get your eyeliner out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's a reference to our Patreon episode this week. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. You should check it out
0: yeah it was out, funny. Me, I, me I me wait, wait wait now, somebody wrote us it, it, this is a good thing to reference. What did they write? They said,
1: get, get your what? Oh, no, I brought up uh, an episode of The Bachelorette, and there was yeah. a dude said to another dude on the Bachelorette, Hey, get my name out of your mouth' <laughs>
0: And I think we did a whole episode on the Patreon just yeah, about that. Just about you know like I mean? get
1: it's, my it's pants one out of the your Prius. Expressions
0: I've ever heard. I, I enjoyed that episode so much. That hey was man, great. get my butt out of your dick. <laughs> Take your cum out of my dick. Put it in your ass and put it into my
1: pussy. You, f- hey man, get. Get your dad out of yeah. my mom. <laughs> yeah, it was a good app. That was a really good app. A lot yeah. of laughing. Lot but of- as I was saying, we uh, we if it's your first time hearing the podcast, we joke around about dark things because we've been there, not because we think it's funny that people are sad or want to kill themselves. Just a little, you know warning Uh, I mean like on some sense I do but I also
0: I I don't want anybody to do those things but I I think that's what I'm kind I I get that life is awful
1: life is a cruel joke in like in totality we think it actually is funny how cruel of a joke it is I'm just saying,
0: God's telling the longest joke.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> the most
0: brutal long
1: joke ever. Absolutely. You and know that's what the, I call my penis. Uh, oh. <laughs> the most brutal long joke ever. Oh, Because it's long come on. and it's brutal. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's made of glass shards. Oh, that's why it's brutal. That's why. That's why I keep it to myself. <laughs> Yeah. That, that victim from Seven, he taught me how to fuck. Ow, ow. No, no, no. I don't like this. I don't like where this riff went. That's the dude who taught me we, how to F. We do not think sexual pain is okay.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't. away <laughs> kind of way off the riff. Oh, God. Jesus oh, Christ. Honestly, very not okay. Guys, t- turn off this episode. Check out the bonus episodes. Because, Honestly, listen to my favorite uh... Murder.
1: <laughs> WTF. <laughs> oh man. I'm Rogan experiencing this podcast right now. I said the glass shards thing because the word brutal. I wasn't even thinking of what that could mean, and I'm sad about for the things I said now. You know
0: what the problem is, is I read too much fucking weird, dark <laughs> fantasy shit when I was sure. growing up, and now
1: like my imagination is too
0: like I hear something like that and I go that Blah. is the most
1: fucked up I mean I, I had a fat period of time where I listened to Cannibal Corpse all the time and that doesn't really they're help good. with that they are <laughs> if you're gonna listen to a death metal band they're good I don't know
0: why I wanted to defend them right then but I I'm mean like, they
1: have a song called fucked with a knife you know all I'm saying is that'll make your thoughts maybe a little crazy
0: yeah G chord uh, C chord back to E yeah <laughs> i used to do a joke about how like that uh, song
1: i fucked with a knife is just the chorus is i miss you meredith but um it's not it's not okay (laughs) i I believed you
0: i mean honestly with a band (laughs) like cannibal corpse as a name like you you buy it right yeah i i just used to do a joke that was all about how like um you know there were there are like white supremacist bands totally and just man. to me that blew my mind
1: that like you'd be <laughs> arcade fire yeah, yeah totally the Jennifer- moldy peaches <laughs> the moldy peaches now a lot of people know this they're in the fucking kkk man paramore <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, newfound Cory. Father John Misty. Um, you know he used no. to be called
1: Grand Dragon but John Misty. This, yeah,
0: there's this whole subcategory of like white supremacist music, and to me that blew my mind. I was about the band Prussian Blue. It's two uh, sure. young girls yeah. who sing cutesy music that are white supremacist I was like, it just blew my mind to be like, you're full of hate, but you still have to learn the guitar. <laughs> there's also they they this, to uh, learn chord structure.
1: <laughs> there's this whole other genre of music, especially within punk rock. That are they are not they are not like outspokenly political white supremacists, but they are apologists for white supremacists, which is no better. Uh, Yeah, I would say no
0: better. (laughs) Yeah, like I'll meet you there. Yeah, there's this
1: band that I got into that I really liked called Foreskins, and they're just like a they are like good songwriters and like a good punk band from the 70s and 80s. And then I found out that they're white supremacists or at least four apologists. Four skins is white supremacists? <laughs> I know. Dude, four skins? <laughs> Them too? <laughs> I know. I'm so stupid. I can't believe I didn't know. dude. Especially since it's the number four skins. You as, know, as if it's should just done. like five, four
0: skins. Five skins would have been cool.
1: Dude, ten five skins. skins. Ten skins. Ten skins. <laughs> Man, yeah.
0: that's so funny. It's literally like a men's rights issue about circumcision. <laughs> is
1: their title, we're foreskins.
0: We believe in this shit. Dude, Do not cut our dicks, you piece of shit.
1: I had, um, I had this teacher in college that was like so. It was he was a classic, like a classics teacher, classic literature teacher. Oh, okay. And he was so like randomly misogynist in how he would mm-hmm. teach. My friends and I in the class were like. I can't tell. I think he hates women. Like, <laughs> like, at one point, uh, at one point he said he was like, I. I think we were talking about the Odyssey, and he was like, and then we get to, and oh now we've God. we've reached a point in the plot that is a big point in all of literature: the vagina with teeth. And we were like, oh, everyone's hand goes up. We were God. like, um, sir, uh, sir, what? God. So. <laughs> Yeah, we were just like, this guy has a problem, and then we find out halfway through freshman year that he is the president of the Southern California chapter of an organization called NORM, which is... I'm sure they're cool.
0: I'm sure they're the most cool.
1: NORM stands for the National Organization for the Restoration of Men.
0: Alright, question. What to the class, why can't my dick be a gun?
1: <laughs> so the reason it's the the restoration of men is people in Norm believe that they were they were wronged when their foreskin was taken from them. And so they raise money to God. regrow foreskins. And we found there's like this Rube Goldberg machine that they've invented yeah. that like pulls your skin down and yeah, makes yeah. you have a new fucking.
0: I've seen this shit. Like mask. people use like weights <laughs> yeah. and shit to like Here's the thing. I've been doing a bit mm-hmm. for a while. It okay. is kind of just about, like, how fucked it up. Like, sorry. How <laughs> fucked it up? Just, like.
1: No, that's the end. How, like,
0: completely insane it is that we, like, just. Sure. You know, like it's like, every guy's defense is, like, well, I want his penis to look like mine. It's right. Like, that which is, is weird. Maybe the most fucking ins- serial killer shit I've ever seen is like, make that baby's penis look like my adult. It's the penis. exact
1: <laughs> same logic isn't like when you're like, Why do you care if your son is straight? And like, Well, I right. want him to fuck who I fuck. Well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's also like, hey, keep in mind
1: people who get
0: circumcised just don't become insane, you know, serial killers. Right. You know, whatever your theory is, is like, Well, you destroyed my penis, so now I'm destroyed as an adult.
1: And it's, it's like, like,
0: no, you're a baby. You don't fucking know what your nerve endings
1: feel yeah. like. Like, it's like, it's we a- probably shouldn't do it, but it didn't ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you're a baby. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, the reason that you're so wound up about this is that your dad sucks. That's yes. why. Yes. You know what I mean? There's
0: a deeper thing going on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, You're mad about society
1: or your inequity in
0: life. Yeah, it's a.
1: Uh, you know. Authority. <laughs> and but you conformity. can't be like,
0: oh, man, I jacked off last night and <laughs> didn't feel good. Didn't feel good, you know. I just knew about all those nerve endings I was missing. Yeah, totally. I just knew. It's like, did you come, <laughs> you little baby?
1: <laughs> hey, listen. Did you come? This is. A- <laughs> hey, did you come? <laughs> well, is it a
0: problem? Or not. No, 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 no. I think it's it's not a problem. <laughs> did you come? Did you? Where did you? <laughs>
1: I know that can just reduce anything you're saying to nothing. That's all I'm saying. You can all you have to do is yell the same thing you just said in a southern accent, and it makes it seem crazy.
0: (laughs) All right, yeah. Ask me. All right, yeah.
1: Hampton, we should promo some shit. I'm gonna do this real quick. (laughs) I promise. This uh, episode is dropping Thursday, the tenth. Oh, uh, <laughs> January 2019, on the 12th of January, Saturday, January 12th, the Good Heroin four-year anniversary show is downtown in L.A. at the Regent at 8 p.m. You gotta come. It's gonna be fucking so great. That's uh, incredible, man. Dude. Four it, years. Yes. It's, Running
0: a show here in L.A. is borderline impossible, Yeah, for one, and then to... Go this far with it. And it's like
1: notoriously one of the best shows. Yeah, in we life. talk about it here and there I in the mean, show. I, I have hey, a weekly hey. show. It's in the back of a, a bookstore, coffee shop, bar in Echo Park. We pack it out every week. It's like always our friends performing. I run it with my friends, Matt Ingerbretz, who's been on the show. We run it together and it's the best. And then it, we do our anniversary show at a bigger venue. And we're doing it at this big venue downtown called The Regent, where we did it last year. And Definitely come because it's a benefit for the medical fund of right. our friend Jason Signs, yeah, who fell through a skylight and fucked has up his back. fucked up his back and has all these awful medical yeah. things to go through. He's still in the ICU. I was gonna,
0: um, yeah, redonate to yeah. that. I mean, it's it's just like he needs Jason help. is. Like, one of the fucking most legitimately Such nice beautiful. Dude. Yeah. He's so nice. He's so fucking incredible. So, and, and the circumstances around this accident are just like truly horrific. It could happen to anyone. It could happen to anyone. It could have happened to anybody. Yeah. And it sucks, man. The, the comedy community having to even like come together like this. But to be fair, like, honestly, I think what you're doing is beautiful. And like, I hope a bunch of people come out to this and like, are you guys taking donations also?
1: Or? Yeah, for yeah? sure. Oh, amazing. And we're going to talk Beautiful. about the GoFundMe on stage and stuff. Yeah, totally. Uh, but also, it's a great lineup. Todd Glass and Aparna Nancherla and Nicole Byer, Punky Johnson, and Chris Charpentier are all doing it. We're showing an unreleased episode of Corporate that's Saturday, the 12th. It's just 10 bucks. You should come. Also,
0: <laughs> we have to do a bunch of promotion. We have, we're right gonna do it.
1: We're just my gonna run rec- through it. Let's just run through it. My album recording, February twelfth in LA. Come to that too. It's a month away from January twelfth. You can totally <laughs> afford to come to both.
0: There's actually people like coming into town to to watch the show. So I mean, this is like a legit yeah. thing to promote. I'll be on the show. You'll be there. Um, it's gonna be awesome, man. February twelfth. Like perfect. ticket links
1: are up on my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. Dude, literally,
0: your new material is like. Like I'm crying. It, it, oh, thanks, it's, man. It's kind of insane, and I'm also like, if that's your new material, like, are you gonna close on that shit?
1: You know what I mean? Like, I actually don't know if that will even be in the hour. Ah, fuck. Um, but US, we'll see. You ass.
0: You ass.
1: You are talking about the yeah, sibling Dave's, porn stuff? Dave's,
0: Dave's recording his album, and guys, I have an album that is out for pre sale. Pull, pull. Right now, um, yeah, it it's is. up on iTunes everywhere, Amazon. Uh, it's a, a album pre-sale and the official sale Unbearable. date. Unbearable. <laughs> you
1: should buy it. <laughs> uh, it's up for sale March eighth. There we go. It's called Able. Get it? Yeah. I haven't heard it yet. I can't wait to hear it. Well, the opening jokes about sucking children's dicks. So <laughs> oh, let's I've heard go. That joke. <laughs>
0: My management is thrilled.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'll bet they are.
0: You gotta (laughs) fucking do you. No, it's been so fun, man. I got, a bunch of people came out and actually recorded the show like with uh, cameras and stuff. So I've been like editing the footage and just releasing that as like promos for the album and like, I'm very happy with it. I'm like super proud. I'm very happy. Basically, this is my third album. I've done Unbearable, Bearable, and now Able. <laughs> I think it's an
1: awesome joke. I like Able it. Able with a period. What's the fourth one going to be called? Nothing. There's, Nothing? There's a reason there's a period behind Able. Oh, that's it? That's it. That's the last album you'll ever make?
0: I kind of have actually been... You know, I mean, hey, no one listens to this <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, you're right. Actually, <laughs> we actually have a, a bunch of people YouTube. listen to this podcast. Yeah, no, a lot of people actually do listen to this podcast. But I was thinking of doing a, a special I want to kind of like move away from like regular stand up in a mm-hmm. sense. Like that's kind of why the video I'm editing for the um the album, like all the promo stuff is like it's almost like a music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like I just I think there's more to be done with comedy. So kind of my idea for the next special is Hampton Yunt teaches you how to play guitar. (laughs) It's a (laughs) funny, it's basically like an infomercial or something like to teach you how to play guitar, but like in a completely insane way. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Like just, I don't want to do like just a straight comedy special. I want to do like something insane. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, the shit you've you filmed and have, like, edited has inspired me. That's the thing is, like, I see the way you edit things, and I think there's, like, more to be done with just... You know, I never released that
1: thing I showed you. Even that it's garbage so party funny. thing. It's so funny. It was so Thanks. good. It was should, so good. Yeah, I should do something with that. That shit is crazy. We'll talk about that another time.
0: <laughs> Dave made a whole video series, which basically changed my life. And then <laughs> and I never I made showed stuff. anyone, but Hampton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I honestly, when I shared you
1: the link, I was almost like, I wonder if Dave's going to be like, Yeah, this is my idea. It's and I was not. like, No, nah, it's completely it's different. It's different. So by Hampton's album, Able, come to my album recording, February twelfth. Come to the good heroin anniversary January 12th and let's fucking get into this shit before we get into the history for this week we got some Christmas presents in the mail this is fucking oh insane dude God. first okay first of all there's a card um, it says dear Dave Hampton and Aristotle Mary whatever thank you for making my soccer momming in Connecticut bearable for real. It made me sad when you said you don't get cards anymore, so please allow me to mom you a bit. But not in a weird way, because that's gross. Love and the other indoor sports, Chris Kelly. God, that's fucking so nice. Thank you, Chris. Chris, suck these mama titties. So she... <laughs>
0: pff, wow, what? Come o- come over here, Chris. <laughs> you miss that family? Come here. You know,
1: You know that she's the mom, right? Oh wait, what? Chris, Chris is a woman. You Chris is a that. woman? You got that, right? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> you told that Oh m- god, damn it. <laughs> Mom to suck your titties?
0: Damn I mean, it. I thought Chris Chris is a dude.
1: <laughs> she sent a, she also sent us a a Christmas card like the one she sends out to her relatives and stuff with photos of her family. Thank, thank, thank you. you. And a drawing with a note. Oh,
0: my God. This was incredible.
1: It says, this is a picture my kid drew. It looks like dicks to me, so I thought you would enjoy it more. Smiley face. It
0: literally does, yeah.
1: It's a drawing of two candy canes that look like dicks. (laughs) And it says Max in the corner. Thank you, Max. It's the maximum amount of dicks.
0: All right. <laughs> Honestly, that's the way guys should fuck, is you overlap dicks on top of each other.
1: Ab- thank you. Yeah. For warmth. You tie them in a knot, and then you jump off a bridge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, by the
1: way, I am so sorry. I had no idea
0: Chris was a woman. <laughs> I would never <laughs> she insult- She kept saying
1: she's a soccer mom. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. So... um Eat all three of us, got a gift. Let's open Aristotle these
0: got one, he's got one. They're all in uh wrapping that looks like peanuts. The uh, yeah, um, cartoon. cartoon,
1: hell yeah! All right, hell yeah, dude. What do we got here? We here? Go. What do we got here, dude? What do we got here? Whoa, what is this? Is this is from you, the listener. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's I got a Pintacuda <laughs> it's a wind up, okay, <laughs> wind up creature, and I don't that's what it is. <laughs>
0: I don't know what this is. I got that, too. What is this? I got this also. Yeah. What did you get? What's it called? Uh, Yeah, right? This is what you got, right? A wika? No, I got a Pintacuda. Okay, this is all from the same company.
1: Does it say Kikerland? Uh, Wow. Above your thing? That is not okay to say. Gypsyland? Yeah, I think it's Kikerland. No,
0: Kikerland. Kikerland. Is it Kikerland? (laughs) No, that's my new... Oh my God, that's my (laughs) new
1: pronunciation of Jerusalem. They're like mechanical wind-up toys. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) You should be ashamed of yourself. I am. Yeah, me too. Aristotle, that's cool,
1: man. Well, Chris um, Kelly, that- thank you so much. Thank
0: you so much, man. This looks incredible.
1: I wonder if Aristotle- it was good for the listeners of this show that we had Christmas together on the show. <laughs> 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 I wonder if you let us know if you liked hearing us open a present that you can't see. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. I thought this was
0: great. Thank you very much. That's Folks, the wind up honestly, to what Aristotle got. This is, this is truly up my shit. This is really nice. This is like what I like. I mean, for real. Yeah this is cool this is very fun i i have to maybe like put up like a picture of this so, so yeah, people can we, understand we what it will. looks like but it's basically like wind-up toys that kind of are like clearly very swedish <laughs> 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 like because they're called like pinkatuda or like
1: awi-ka-tada. and
0: like it's like uh okay you're Clearly very German, Swedish. Oh, no, yeah, they're little, like, know. wind-up
1: toys that have legs that walk. They're really funny. That's <laughs> <It's> cool. fun fun. <laughs> yeah. This I is, like seeing objects come alive. This entire time I've been trying to open the box, mine is in, and I still haven't done it.
0: <laughs> okay. Also, I will say, folks, I, I mean, I really appreciate all the amazing presents we've gotten over the years, but don't, like, don't give us stuff. Come on. We don't need it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, save your money.
1: Come on. You guys are too sweet. I need it. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I feel sweet. exactly how Hampton feels. I, Aww, I, you guys, so nice. we've gotten cards and a handful of gifts and a bunch of emails and it's all just so nice. And I agree with Hampton. Like, you don't need to go out of your way for us. I'm holding a badass. To yourselves,
0: I'm holding like a little uh, badass Camaro, because we posted up on the Patreon that was like, you know, we get a you know a thousand bucks a month, we'll buy a Camaro, <laughs> and like someone gave us this little toy Camaro. It's like these guys are awesome, man.
1: I yeah, you this. guys are like the absolute best fans on <laughs> earth. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough thing to say. You don't don't spend your money on us because we appreciate the gifts and it's like so kind. But um. We appreciate it. Yeah, you don't need to do that. (laughs) All right, so you got it out. Looks like you have like a little grasshopper helicopter. Yeah, mine looks like if a spider were a helicopter. (laughs) Um, So it's pretty terrifying, but it has cute little feet, though. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) Let's take a break. Um, Man, this is like honestly, this is like above and beyond. I am just so thankful. Uh, Folks, on the second half of the show, we are going to be talking about
0: Whitaker Wright. Uh, he's basically the Bernie Madoff of,
1: of invention of the century. airplane. <laughs> <laughs> the Bernie Mac of airplanes. <laughs> Orville Wright, Orville Wrong. I ain't scared of you propellers.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> no, dude, this guy is not affiliated with the Wright Brothers. Whitaker Wright, he was a con man. And we're going to oh, be talking about basically shit. this guy who conned a lot of people and then, you know, ended his life basically because wow. people caught on to his shit. Damn. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's check him out.
1: Yeah. Doesn't matter what they say.
0: Okay, uh, Dave, Aristotle, and I, Hampton Young, have had a chance to sample some of these toys, and we've already decided these are some of the best toys that exist
1: in the world. These I've are better than PlayStation done the research, for. and these are the only toys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa, dude! Uh, it's a little wind-up. Oh, that's yeah, cool. My spider helicopter was doing a fucking dance, dude. I'm kind of upset that that doesn't fly around the room. Yeah. It has a helicopter propeller, but it doesn't fly around the I'm room. upset
1: that it doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, let's talk about fucking <laughs> right or whatever.
0: Will you take a picture of these?
1: Oh, hell yeah, dude. I feel like
0: people won't know what we're talking about if we don't explain it a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, I'll make a little video, dude. <laughs> I'll put it on. Put it on the gram. I'll gram it. Y'all, Graham. Hey, we have a y'all ever shirt for sale. Well, since this is the episode of a million plugs, <laughs> suicidebuddies.threadless.com. Go buy our shit. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, I had to is burp. I had, I had, like uh, gas for the last out. minute there. He didn't want you to be healthy.
0: No, I mean honestly, Dave, you took the time. You made some y'all ever shirts. <laughs>
1: so bomb
0: that were like really fucking good guys we have shirts up for sale um boom dude and they're really they're really really
1: funny like if you see
0: them you'll just start
1: laughing and you can wear them they're not one of those other kind of shirts where you just buy them for show (laughs) (laughs) and you never open the packaging
0: come see my shirts (laughs) Well, um, this guy, shirts. this guy who killed himself that we're going to talk about, right? His name is James Whitaker Wright. Okay, and he is a con
1: artist. Got it. Uh, he is a bad guy. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, sounds like a Batman villain, and he looks like a Batman villain. He
0: absolutely does. This. I'm so glad. This is why I put this up. I thought you would maybe notice. Look at this picture of him. It's
1: crazy. This is the fucking picture
0: that's just on his Wikipedia.
1: His mustache is bigger than my face. <laughs> he looks like Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. Right? He's
0: got the big mustache, balding front, and he kind of has like almost a monocle, but it's
1: glasses. You know what I mean? Like
0: yeah. After they upgraded from monocle, where they're like, only one eye should be high society. It
1: was glasses, but on like a string that yeah. is connected to your pocket.
0: And then you get both eyes, yeah. two monocles. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, whoa, how much does this guy need to see? By do Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> Bye Monocle. Do, duo Monocle.
0: Bye Monocle.
1: When you put He was
0: by. He was by <laughs> trying to say. Yeah, he just basically looks like an old dude, very much turn of the century. He looks like uh, and he is involved in kind of like the railroad.
1: He looks like somebody
0: involved in
1: the railroad. He looks like the Monopoly man.
0: Yeah, he looks like the Monopoly man. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So he's from England. He came to America. Made his fortunes here, basically. And um, what's really fucked up is basically he had a real chip on his shoulder, basically, at a young age. He um, was raised in a family that didn't have a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. And he was basically raised to be a Methodist minister, you know, his family, I think had some sort of religious affiliation and they're like, well, here's how we'll make good is you be a Methodist minister. Cause that's like respectable. Sure. You know? Okay. It's like good. Yeah, yeah. So he'd be doing better than his father at the time. And, uh, very quickly he was like, this fucking sucks.
1: Huh? I don't yeah. like
0: doing this shit. Uh, he was like, I want to go scam people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to do the yeah, opposite he thing. Very, he very quickly was like, this blows. <laughs> and it's funny, he's uh he's of five children and he's the eldest. So at this time in history, that really is like you're the you know, you're the next in line. You carry the family name. Right. And just he was like Fuck that. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. He just completely became a piece of shit, started to, like taking money from people.
1: Wow. Basically more like Whitaker wrong. <laughs> <laughs> too easy,
0: too easy. Excuse me, His no, name it's is right.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Dude, what are Whittaker you saying? Make don't make a Whitaker wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looks like the Monopoly guy. Yeah. Basically, you got a wit. Took a right. <laughs> to <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't come to America right away. He he went to Whittaker Toronto right away. He went to Toronto. Whitaker right away. Whitaker right away. Whitaker right away. To be fair, his name's James Whitaker. Right.
1: James Whitaker right away.
0: <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going to cut to something because I think this is important. Okay. I like where we're going with this. It's like he's a shitty dude, right? Sure. Here's Whitaker right. I think we should see to the end of his life because this is fucking insane. Basically, okay. He's turn of the century wealthy. This okay. is. We're going to cut ahead, right? He is one of the wealthiest people in America. Basically. When did you say he was born?
1: Just so I get an idea of when.
0: Um so one second. Uh he was born uh, the 9th of February 1846. Okay. He died uh 26th of January 1904. Okay. So turn of the century, right? Okay. <clears throat> so <laughs> let again, let's cut to the end of his life because here's kind of why he's known. Okay. Right, in a sense, he's often talked about as being the Bernie Madoff of his time. Wow. He is a scam con artist who built a lot of like rich people, basically. Okay. Rich people gave him money. It wasn't just the average guy. You know? Sure. Uh, and he was so fucking wealthy, he built this gigantic estate, right? This huge fucking thing. And people mostly know him for, through this. He built basically a ballroom. Under a lake. He built a underground aquatic ballroom that ha- was just like turn of the century, too. That was the, like
1: the roof was glass and you could see. Yep. Whoa. Literally,
0: he'd hold parties. Fish would come up to the walls and shit because like of the sound. Whoa. Yeah, he built this incredible underground ballroom in his gigantic estate. He really is like the Citizen Kane like. Wow. Xanadu building kind of motherfucker of his time.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, it's 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 nuts. Yeah. So most people kind of know him, like you know, it's like this architectural thing. People go take trips to go see. You know, it's like wow. Yeah, there's legitimately like a ballroom under a lake, and he has like he built it as a smoke room for cigars and
1: ballroom. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, why like, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> it has like ventilation up to the top of the. Roof where it goes up to a Neptune statue on the top of the lake that blows out like your cigar smoke. Oh my God,
1: come on. That's crazy. I mean, man.
0: That alone is like, this dude is amazing.
1: Yeah, more like Whitaker (laughs) Wright. No, (laughs) no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, You've got it way wrong. Right. Whitaker Wright.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we'll go, we'll go back now to sure. his earlier life. I mean, I'm just saying he he gets he gets so rich, rich. Gets rich. so fucking rich.
1: He has yeah. almost as much money as me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, subscribe to the Patreon. It's going. We have 350 members. It's going more like amazing. More like Whitaker Help. <laughs> well. Something that people kind of point to with him, which is I find I find so interesting mm-hmm. is that he's really at the advent of like capitalism. Yeah. Is like basically, you know, he wanted to be a or he didn't want to, but his family was like you should be a minister, you should be a minister. And uh it's a it's a place of prominence in the family and he was like fuck that. I'm going to make money. So his idea was to go to America and kind of be like there was this there's this kind of this, um, I don't know how you would describe it. There was like this kind of movement in America of like capitalism. Like it was a boom time. You know what I mean? Like it was the start of the railroads mm-hmm. and being like, there are mines everywhere. Right. They got gold everywhere. You got to just go to like Oregon yeah. and they got gold. There's gold. You know what I mean? In people's hair. So literally, he just started going around being like, there's gold in Oregon. Give me money. And I'll uh, write you a thing, you know. Like he just he just conned people. What do you mean? You'll write you a thing? Well, basically, none of this shit could be like checked on. Everyone understood that there was a lot of growth in America, so he'd go around to people who seemed to have some money, and he'd be like, "Write me a check." There's a mine I help
1: run in like. Washington. If you write me a check, then you get access to this mine.
0: Yeah, he would literally write out shit where it's like, this is not only like um, that, but he'd be like, this is verified by the state.
1: Like, oh, wow. this is a
0: bond. Like, you, you cannot lose money.
1: Man, it was so much easier to do shit like that <laughs> exactly. when it took like six months to get to Oregon. <laughs>
0: exactly. No, this is exactly like all that this dude did. Was lie was take advantage yeah. of the fact that it was impossible to really verify his shit?
1: They never tell you when oh, you play the so Oregon Trail that funny. that's why you're on the Oregon Trail. Lies. <laughs> I the show that game should have been called Lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I was told my child has rickets. Rickets is that a lie? lies? Lies. Lies. <laughs> you just press the lies button. That's how you beat that game. <laughs> Okay, so he's scamming people in that way. Yeah. Where is he at this point?
0: At this point, he's kind of traveled across the United States and all of his business wrongdoings is starting to catch up with him. But
1: where is he? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where was he born? Gotcha. Where is he telling people to go to Oregon? You, like, gotcha. I guess I'm just curious because I, I'm. I, I'm morbidly curious how far he is making people travel <laughs> here's here's my theory and
0: and that's a good point to bring up he's English right uh-huh. so he's bur- born in like uh, I think he was born in Stafford he went to school in Birmingham okay so here's my perception of these events he comes to America he has a British accent and is kind of austere even though his family's a little poor. So he's able to tell people and they just believe, they just believe him. it.
1: They just believe this British dude. But where in America does he come to? <clears throat> he,
0: he goes to Pennsylvania, okay. but it is kind of all over. And especially like the properties he's making up are all over. Is right. what I'm saying. Oh, he's, okay. he's just making up shit. Okay.
1: You know what I mean? So like. Why did. So his parents want him to be a Methodist minister mm-hmm. when he was in England. And then he was like, fuck that. And he moved to America to con people basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How do you get the money to get a fucking ship to America?
0: Basically, it's it's funny. He just went over to America as kind of like an assessor. Okay. So somebody who works in mines who goes, This is, this. you should pay this amount for silver. This mine is worth this much. Okay. But then he just starts going, Oh, I see a fucking market to just lie to people and be like, Oh, yeah, there's a mine wow. in Oregon.
1: Wow. Uh, okay. Give me
0: money. I'm an assessor.
1: You know what I mean? Like, people just believe it. Just
0: bold faced lying. Yeah, yeah. So he,
1: like, moves there and, like, yeah, he seems really proper Mm -hmm. because he has, Mm -hmm. like, the English demeanor. Yeah. And then he learns the littlest bit about the language to use and just starts throwing it around. Just a comment, just a flatten out. Yeah. And so
0: basically. That shit starts to catch up with them, it, which is kind of surprising because it was really hard to get busted with this kind of shit. It was like he it was just lying all the time.
1: So how did it catch up with them?
0: Um People were like, where's my money? <laughs> you told me I'd make this amount in a year. Where's my money?
1: You know? So it was like bang, 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 he, where, knock on the door. Where either. does he run into these people again? They come back to yeah. Pennsylvania? I, I
0: mean, guess? if like you're told you're going to make like a million dollars and give someone $10,000 at the turn of the century. You'd be like, That's I'm going everything. to murder you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like my family fortune. So he was like literally ripping off complete family fortunes. Wow. Like the highest amount of money possible. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets a wife and all this shit's kind of catching up with him. And he's like, I'm going to go back to England. He goes back to England. His family at this point already kind of thinks he's like a loser in a sense. They know who he is. They're like, they so know that he's counting people. They were like, Oh, so you, you stopped being a minister and now you're scamming people.
1: Yeah. Wow. You
0: know, <laughs> they're like, eh, not good. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't give a fuck basically. You know, He's, he's kind of doesn't give a shit. Um, but, uh, A lot of people point that maybe that was like his motivating factor is that his family was kind of like, you're the firstborn of this big prestige, you know, not prestigious, but like more like you're the The name. Yeah. Of this family. What are you going to do? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're scamming people. You're not going to be a minister. Like it's all this shit, you know,
1: do they like cast him out or
0: something? (sighs) I don't think they have the ability. I think in any way he's probably giving them money.
1: Yeah, You know what I mean?
0: His dad dies at a young age, uh, so that kind of is why people are like, maybe that just lasted with him. He was like, I got something to prove. Yeah. Because then, basically... I mean, he went back to England in shame, you know? Yeah. It's like all these people or creditors are like, you're scamming me, right? So then, there's a huge boom in the Australian mining business, right? Yeah. And he's like, (laughs) ching-ching, here we go. You know? He just starts going insane with this and this is where he gets his big fortune you know same scam
1: he goes to australia
0: different mark yeah he starts pointing to like the english people then eventually goes back to america you know what i mean like his it's been long enough that the creditors have gone away and shit
1: whoa yeah and this is all surrounding the australian mining industry like he's sending Mm -hmm. people from america to australia well, no, no one's really getting sent anywhere. I mean, he's a legit con
0: artist. You know what I mean? Like, nothing's real. It's all kind of just him yeah, saying. Yeah, but I
1: guess I, I thought that you meant that scams were like him being like, there's gold in Australia. Give me money and then you go to Australia. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't know how gullible people were.
0: It, that, I, I, that's, the, that's the really interesting thing of all this honestly is people point to that this is you know a boom of capitalism mm-hmm. this is a time where legit like he made most of his initial fortune that first go, ro- go round go around by just gambling with people like everyone was so flushed with cash you'd be on a train and be like let's start taking bets oh okay. let's start doing bets like people were just like hell yeah okay <laughs> that's a way to make a living is you're just making bets on trains Wow! like he just started with the most grassroots kind of shit of just like everyone seems to have a
1: lot of money they're all stupid how am I
0: gonna take it from them
1: you know I guess no I'm just curious he went to Australia you're saying no he he didn't oh no I don't think so I was just confused I don't think
0: he ever went to I mean he never went to any of these mines it was all stuff he'd make up Okay. And maybe one or two were real, but he would like sell fake shares in a mine. You know what I mean? Like, he was all about just like, how do I take this bozo's money?
1: I guess I'm like, maybe you don't know, but I'm harping on this because I'm very curious, like, what the scams were. Mm-hmm. You said the Australian mining industry. How do you scam people in that way? You like, mm. oh, okay. Maybe what I'm misunderstanding is like, you. So he would say, like, I have stake in this mine. Yeah. You give me money and I like invest it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was
0: all like, give me a hundred bucks. I'll invest in this Australian mining company. And then it's like, there's no mining company. He just took a hundred bucks from
1: some wealthy person. Right, right. You know what I mean? And then, like, I literally thought that you were saying they have to go to the mine and mine the stuff themselves.
0: (laughs) To be fair, I mean, it's like. You know, buyer beware. I mean, he, yeah. you know, he's the guy out of nowhere. I mean, they, in all honesty, probably should have taken a steamboat to Australia.
1: Sure, you know? but he didn't have to. He's <laughs> lying. So who okay, cares? Okay. He's
0: just lying. I know it's really fucking funny. I mean, uh, my dad has been uh, scammed a couple times, really, by con artists and stuff. And like, I see con artists like all the time, and I'm, I'm fascinated with it. And like, that is a hundred percent why I gravitated towards the story.
1: Yeah. I I almost got scammed once in a big way. Really? Yeah. These people called me and said that I was like, when I was in college, I was eligible for this big grant for something. And I just had to give them my bank info. (laughs) And luckily, I like, my bank was like a part, my account was like a part of my parents' general thing still because of the bank we went through as a credit union and I wanted to stay a part of it, right? So I had to call them to get info, and they were like, oh, what? (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, And I was like, oh, yeah, and I felt so dumb. But thankfully, I had to make that call. Otherwise, I would have just accidentally given these people all my money.
0: Yeah, I hate to be a dick because it's like, I love to give to charity or whatever, but like people do come up to my door and are like, hi, I'm from yeah. like whatever, you know, it's like, can I have five bucks? Uh, you know? And yeah. it's like, it's so clearly a scam. And the last guy I told, I was like, cause it's clearly a scam. Like I was just telling him, I was like, this, this is a scam. Dude, I literally got so bad. And I was like, I was just like, what do you want from me, man? Like it's a scam. It's clearly a scam. Like what do you want from me? Like
1: I had a woman come up to my car once downtown. It was raining, uh-huh. and she gave me this huge story about how she hadn't slept inside in a long time, Giant. and she was just looking. Yeah. And so I, I literally went to an ATM mm-hmm. and gave her twenty bucks to stay at a hostel. Yeah. And then after she walked off, um, this dude walks up to me and he goes, "Hey." Can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, oh sure. God. And he was like, um, I'm a cop. I'm like investigating scammers okay. downtown. How much money did you give that woman? Oh, no. And I was like, I gave her 20 bucks. And he was like, yeah. I mean, this is her thing. She does that to a lot of people. She has a home. Yeah, She's yeah. This is how she makes money. And I was like, fuck yeah I, it's
0: so <laughs> sad because you're like i don't want to erase empathy from this world no but literally i've had people run up to me and be like crying and be like my dad is in the hospital yeah <laughs> like i need a cab right like can you get go to a thing and get money so i can just go see my dad and and it's like it's a scam yeah. And I gave him my number, all this information. Like he's like, "I'll pay you back. I'll, I'll call. I'll like, give me your address. Give me your everything." Like he took every every yeah. bit of information. And it's like, you know, maybe he was telling the truth, but more than more than fucking likely, an well, obvious scam. Like I'm not telling an idiot. The truth.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Some people are telling the sure. truth, and that's what's sad about it. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I had another story about shit. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was. On New Year's, I was driving... fucking don't remember where I was driving. Maybe it was on Christmas. <laughs> through the woods. It was either... I was driving through the woods. Just driving the wood. over people. I was driving off a bridge. <laughs> um, I pulled up. I like got off the highway at Los Feliz Boulevard, and I like pulled up to the light there at the end of the off-ramp. And um, there was a homeless guy with a sign sitting right there. And I was like, oh, no, it was on Christmas or Christmas Eve. Um. And, uh, and I... I used to give a lot of money to the homeless, and because of this stuff, I've been doing it less, and I was like, I really should. I want to. But then I looked over, and the dude wasn't even paying attention. He was just kind of looking down, and I was like, oh, I don't even think I can get his attention. Well, okay. And then I looked I looked at him a little bit longer, and I realized that what he was doing was counting his money, and it was so much money. <laughs> really? It was so much money, dude. It was like... It was a huge pile of bills. And even if they were all ones, it was like a couple hundred dollars. And I... I hear you. This believe- is a, this is a hard one. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know, the thing is that he was like very obviously lives on the streets. And so he has no other options. Yeah, so exactly. I didn't be like, fuck him or yeah, something. Right. But it was interesting. I was like... <laughs> That is a lot more money than I would think you would have.
0: Exactly. When it's jarring. like, (laughs) whoa,
1: wait. I do not have that amount of money in my bank account. Do you want to go
0: meet up at Cheetah's? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to go throw some bills at some strippers?
1: Yeah. Damn, you got some money. Yeah, that's fucking funny. I literally just, I went to a thing on Christmas Eve where they were like, everybody bring a $25 gift card and it hurt at that time to do that. Mm. I got paid for a handful of stuff and I'm fine at the moment. I'm not like saying this as, a, mm, please help. Uh, though I could have been, but <laughs> I've been there before. But it was interesting to look, I the t- spending that 25 hurt me. And That's- I looked at a pile of money and I was like, that is, this is so fucking weird, man. Mm-hmm. That's this is why I'm weird. like,
0: like honestly, to, like this guy that we're talking about, Whitaker, right? It's like, you know, this is a, Con artists on a such a bigger level. He's ripping yeah. off family fortunes. There's so many people that he actually affects. Like same as Bernie Madoff. Like, really, people go, This is the same dude. Like, mm-hmm. he's just openly ripping off people. Wow. There are so many families that are just devastated. Yeah. Family
1: fortunes just gone. Wow. He's
0: building this. Incredible so he has like a sales
1: pitch. He's like convincing them to give him all their money. People say that he was very boisterous,
0: like, had a real charm to him. He was just like this Citizen Kane kind of guy. Who he would, would like, get them
1: drunk and they would hang out. And he he'd would come
0: in the room and just light it up and be like, yeah. personable fun and he'd be like, "And I'm going to make you a millionaire." Wow. And he'd be like, "I love money." Yeah, right. <laughs> money is the best thing going on right now. Yeah. You know, it's like and he just is meanwhile building this like, insane mansion.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: It's gigantic. Crazy. Yeah. Um sue so, um let's see. Okay. <laughs> Second go around. <laughs> still doesn't work out <laughs> really people catch on <laughs> sure you cannot just scam a ton of wealthy people without them lawyering up basically yeah so he sells a bunch of this you know fake uh mines and stuff and it's it's kind of like classic embezzling. They're like stocks in mines yeah it's like wow. stocks it's like classic just the most basic embezzling is being like actually our company made two million dollars last year sure and then you go well let me check the books on that no well, no no actually yeah exactly <laughs> he just wrote bad numbers he's like actually we made a ton <laughs> this is literally how easy it was yeah so i just think, write it down i No, i was looking over his story and i was like man this reminds me so much of hh H. holmes that oh, wow, serial, serial killer. killer yeah yeah because it's just like in, 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 infiltrating a system that wasn't prepared for somebody being so malicious and weird yeah and just being like no I know how to like you know kill a lot of people or like scam a lot of people I'll just lie
1: yeah you know <laughs> like I don't care if I get busted whatever right <laughs> crazy I know people do it to this day it's not that much harder now to be a complete sociopath right yeah all you have yeah. to do is be a sociopath yeah
0: <laughs> So basically you know his second go round of this it caught up with him again yeah people are like where's my money it's a very simple question you promised me a lot of money you said x amount of time where's my money yeah yeah you know so the courts are like yeah this guy sucks yeah yeah (laughs) he's clearly scamming people so he goes to trial oh shit Brother goes to trial. Brother, um, so what is crazy is so this is after he's built the whole empire. He has the fucking estate with the you know ballroom under water. He's a very private guy. Not a lot of people actually know. Like, where is his estate? Um, I actually have to look that up real quick. Um, I think it's in America, um, and a lot of people really you know, turned up for his funeral. We're like sad, you know, like he
1: really, he made a lot of friends.
0: Well, he was like, I feel like he's just a really
1: gregarious guy.
0: Yeah. He's like a Connors, you know, so it's like everyone's at least like, well, he was my friend. Yeah.
1: You know, like, I mean, he fucked me completely. I mean, he didn't pay me
0: my money, but he was my friend. We had fun. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know he'd kill himself. So basically he has this trial and after he's given the verdict of guilty, uh, he takes a cyanide pill immediately. During the court case, whoa, yeah, a little bit after, like stir, like they basically make you move to a different room. Yeah, took a cyanide pill, and then when he was dead, they found a pistol on him. Whoa, yeah, like they were like he was this guy ready was like, to we're kill himself. Die, yeah, I'm gonna he, die. He was like, I uh, yeah, yeah, clearly, and it's so funny because they were like, you know, there's all these accounts where they're kind of like. Yeah, um, court security at the time just didn't really exist. You know, like a guy coming in with a pistol and cyanide pill, like he's no gonna shit. kill himself, like. We just didn't, you know, it was a civil case. So in civil cases, we don't like pat them down. It's so funny. It's like, it was a civil case, which means so, that he
1: wouldn't have gotten jail time. It was all the people who were suing him, who were
0: like, how many people sued him? Tons. Yeah, it was so much. It was like but financially, ruined. do you know how many? I don't know the exact number, but I know that is it, it like would have hundreds. It would have financially ruined him for sure. You know what I mean? The amount that they're suing him for is more the issue than the amount of people. Okay. Um, the, It would have just killed. It was just, he had no money, you know? Like, at this point, it's like the chickens are coming home to roost. Sure. So, he takes But how much money? Do you have any, (laughs) like, rough
1: number of how much they were suing him for?
0: Basically, uh, he would get... He got, like, 10 million pounds off of people. Whoa. British pounds. And this is turn of the century. It's over 100 years ago. He was literally Mm -hmm. one of the richest people.
1: That's at the time. Is that how much he was being sued for? 10 million pounds?
0: <laughs> I think he was just being sued for like restitution of the amount, you know, whatever. I don't think they knew. Like oh, okay. it was kind of like he's just been scamming people and lying. So no one knew the They were going to have to like go amount. through his books. It's and- more like, "Oh, those mines don't exist." <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> I'm just trying to get an
1: idea of the scope because if yeah. he's being sued for 10 million pounds in the year 1900, 1904 no it it wouldn't uh. be
0: that amount yeah i hear you it's it's just a lot of money yeah and it's also kind of like unknowable the amount that he truly was bilking entire families out of over time you know what i mean it's like they lost family fortunes there he w- and he was like chumming up with like heads of state and everything so like even heads of state got like lost their family fortunes and stuff to this dude whoa like yeah people who worked in like the british
1: like and you you know know how many people banded together to be a part of this lawsuit like nah were some of those heads of state in the group was there like (laughs) a leader you know what i mean well was it like a class action suit where they got a letter in the mail and was like if you were fucking fucked by this dude you can get money (laughs) it was definitely the equivalent of what a class action
0: lawsuit would be wow it's like enough rich people that you've scammed are being like we have now taken a grievance
1: yeah. with the
0: English government.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: have a grievance dust out of millions of pounds we do not know the exact amount it's like he just to me it was like why it's so unknowable is to just he just lied on every aspect right it'd be like so there is a mine in australia in sydney uh that's giving you know 400 million pounds of silver a year uh you'll have a 30 percent stake in that it's like all this is just made up he's just saying shit right he's just like cut me a check cut right. me a fucking no check. yeah i get it yeah,
1: yeah it's shitty I mean of course it makes sense that they all sued him <laughs> I just it just seems like he did it his whole life I want to I, I just want to know the number
0: yeah I um, wish I i wish I could know I mean he wrote um, some stuff towards his end which is pretty funny if you want to know maybe a bit of his character yeah like he wrote this thing about him being prosecuted but it kind of cuts out here in the middle okay but I'll just get read it like a little bit yeah maybe, yeah just to get an idea of how this guy talks yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is uh Whittaker Wright <laughs> uh. As your paper has the reputation of being both clean and fair and is a journal to which, for that reason, I subscribed when I lived here formerly. As I have since my return, I venture to request that you will publish this correction of an error in your report of my case appearing in this day's issue. You say that the application is to extradite me on charges of wrecking the London Globe, and it is implied that these charges are made by the British government. That is a mistake. The law officers... Law officers, the law officers of the crown, after a long inquiry, decided that after
1: there was decided no decided that
0: there was no case of fraudulent intent, and so stated in Parliament. I mean, like he is like I think he read wow. up on like law speak, you know what I mean? Like he was like a pretty savvy guy. Most Wait a people minute. say so, he's very
1: smart. These rich people took up a case against the British government. He was extradited back to England. And then the government sued him? Is that what's happening? I
0: think, yeah, like the civil civil case is what they're talking about. And I think he was at least asked to come back to England for these crimes. You know what I mean? Like and it's more like asking me to come back to England for these crimes? Well, I'm gonna write a really flowery long response to that. You know what I mean? Like it's like this is he he is using language to be manipulative here. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? It's like no one No one even at this time talked like this. For sure, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I venture to request that you will publish this correction of an error. It's like, all right.
1: <laughs> Settle down. Yeah, you can say that. You can literally just say, you were wrong.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, you're trying to be like, I will sue you. You called me a liar, I'll sue you. It's like that kind of level of shit. So he, um, he basically... So, and where was this case?
1: Where is the court case happening?
0: I think it was uh, England.
1: Yeah. In... The Royal Courts London? of Justice? Let me look, wow. look this up.
0: London. Yeah, what? London. Yeah, he was brought to London for his crimes across the globe, basically. Right. You know what I mean? I just think it's so funny. So his estate, that entire like Xanadu fucking thing he built, is like not in disrepair, but it's like... No one, his family wouldn't talk about him after he died... Whoa. After he killed himself, of course, it was, was he like
1: married or anything. Kids? Um, he
0: had a wife and then he had a mistress. He clearly wasn't like a really he attached or good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his family is, they don't talk about him. Basically, is the whole thing everyone says. His whole family is like, Who, like, they don't want to mention this guy who scammed a bunch of people really? and built like an insane estate off of the money. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a very ugly affair. Right. And he killed himself during court, which at the turn of the well, century. Well, there's so is... much
1: shame in everything he did. Absolutely. Especially back then. It, it, it's um, like,
0: imagine unpacking that at like totally. 1901, trying to tell people, oh, yeah, he just took a cyanide pill after he scammed everyone in Australia and America and built like a giant mansion. You Got know,
1: sued by hundreds of people and <laughs> the government for the most money that ever was. Um, As you do. Wow. Yeah. That's absolutely bananas. And, I'm looking there, Whitley Park. Yeah. Scroll down. Is that the name of his estate? I I believe actually, yeah,
0: because um his Whitley Park, uh Wright is an estate named Lee Park, uh between Goldaming and Halsmere. And I think oh,
1: so his it, estate is in England. I don't this dude is all over the place.
0: Yeah. Uh, it kind of is like the way i interpret it is like you know he grew up in england kind of uh lower middle lower class i would say lower class yeah and you know your options are like be a minister that's a place of esteem in the community right and he's like fuck that i'll go to america america yeah. is like doing awesome right now goes there he just, burns every
1: bridge goes <laughs> back to england bridge, burns every england. bridge there yeah <laughs> goes to america again burns a bunch of bridges Wow, that's and he, funny. He just
0: made a life of lying,
1: and um, one of the
0: richest people of his time, and most people don't even know his name. don't, yeah. don't his because his family wouldn't talk about him. Like, there's so much history about him that's just like he's eh, like I don't want to talk history about history
1: books. Like, family heirlooms have his like face scratched out and shit.
0: <laughs> exactly. Wow. I mean, look, he built like this architectural marvel of having like a, a ballroom aquarium. This insane thing, which you think you'd almost know about. That's so specific.
1: Well, so I think maybe the lesson to draw from this as people Mm -hmm. who deal with mental health problems and depression is if you want to be content and manage your mental health, do not construct a life that is a house of cards.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, I'm just fascinated with con men. I don't know yeah, what it yeah. is. Confidence man, like the whole fucking thing. Like I'm trying to write a script right now, which is about basically con And it's like, I think it's something about just like being, I'm almost going to give him credit. It's almost like you're smarter than everyone
1: else in the room. He went full speed. Like if
0: you could straight at what
1: he wanted. And then he was like, yeah, the moment he got called on it, he was like, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, if you could convince me that there was a mine
0: in Narnia. Yeah. That just makes silver and gold, Hampton, every day.
1: I you know what I mean? own Narnia. It's like. <laughs> and you believe me because I'm so cool. Basically, it comes down to a Simpsons quote, which I always thought was really
0: funny. It's Mr. Burns talking about, like, I think they're on the mountain. Model? <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a. Uh, the. Mr. Burns' quotes I think of the most are the Spruce Moose Oh, yeah, episode. the model thing with the yeah. Spruce Moose. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice model, Mr. Burns. Yeah,
0: I mean, all the weird instances of Mr. Burns being like, just doesn't get society are mm-hmm. kind of actually kind of pivotal to me. So, yeah, it's like they're on the mountain. I was saying, boo <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm having shit. fun over
1: here. It's sorry. not relating to anything you're saying. I'm fucking up the episode. I'm sorry.
0: So, yeah, Mr. Burns... On this uh, mountain, he's just, he's like, you know, strength and agility and, you know, depth of vision. That's all stuff that is innately given. But cheating is the one strength that man gives himself. (laughs) Wow. And it's like, (laughs) yes, it's actually completely true. This is why I have such an obsession with comment. It's like, yeah, if you are literally smart enough to be like, I got a mine in Portland, Oregon. Give me money. And people are like, here we go. I gotta be like, those people are fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> I take issue with this logic.
0: <laughs> okay, I do believe
1: this though. Uh, that's fine, but I just think, I just think it's the language. Like, I don't think you have to be that smart to realize that you can convince people of things. You just have to be manipulative, and you're not dumb if you get manipulated. I yeah. just think so. You have to be. You have to. At his level, the amount of money he made, he had to be smart yeah you have to be smart to Mm -hmm. do it to that many people that successfully but i feel that way about any industry i mean you just in order to be successful in a field and like excel at it you have to be pretty smart in whatever way
0: honestly something that came up um i I don't know if it was the last episode but we talked about people basically being brainwashed yeah like you know terrorist cells and stuff very serious but um yeah i think you made a just an incredible point which is you know if you're being taken advantage of it's because you're a good-hearted person you want to believe believe people but i will say in this guy's instance it's like you're taking advantage of
1: people who are like i want money totally i won't be greedy and i i love for that reason drive me that crazy i mean the problem here's the problem i guess with bernie madoff is like the people he was taking advantage of Mm -hmm. are rich motherfuckers who don't need more money Mm -hmm. but then the way that he did it made the market crash, which hurt like a ton of other people. Did
0: anyone else notice that his <laughs> name is basically Bernie Made Off with our money? Uh, he, 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 I did he, now
1: uh, He made off yeah. with all of our money. And um, You should have called him Bernie Made Out. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie made out with me. <laughs> i made out with put him him in prison (laughs) yeah uh, you see that real that hbo movie about bernie madoff that was the most boring movie (laughs) of all time
0: so okay if we're to wrap up this guy very quick in a sense he took advantage of a lot of people which is a bad call you know don't be manipulative um and then he just kind of like also wanted to keep up like the appearances of his life. You know, he bought this big place and he was mm-hmm. like,
1: you know, it, it, a lot of the scams were part just keeping up the
0: fucking thing.
1: <laughs> that's the thing I hate the most about rich people. That's why when I say I hate rich people, I that's mean a, it. That's kind of a good point. Normally, I don't really mean it when I say I hate rich people. I'm just mad at the idea of there sure. being more wealth in one person's hands. But uh rich people culture is bullshit man if you drive through brentwood or beverly hills these houses are huge and the way people act the cars they drive the only none of that is necessity the reason they're doing that is at a certain i'll give people like once you have extra money give yourself some comforts life gotcha. is hard Fucking have fun spending your money. You're saying it's the keeping up appearance. part. But yeah. then it gets to a point where you're just only doing it because other people are doing it. It's exactly. the culture you're in to spend money. Yeah. And then you hear rich people talking about how they need more money. And it's just because they're spending all this money to keep up with all the spending happening around them. Yeah. It's fucking pathetic, man. I hate it it so
0: much. It also sucks with, like, say, here in Los Angeles. I feel like we have a very, like, uh, feast or famine kind of thing where it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, a dude could get a movie one year and then, like, not work for, like, five years. You know what I mean? So I oftentimes think about that with, like, people who play billionaires in movies, like, all the people who played the CEO board for Robocop. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, I've never seen those guys again. Yeah. Like they probably all go back to their shitty apartments. They're like, one time I got to play a billionaire. (laughs) One time I wore a suit and I was in in charge. You know?
1: (laughs) It's like you gotta just hold on to those things. I remember, God, I forget this actor's name, but she's so great. She's in Jawbreaker and Hmm. a bunch of other shit that was she, a good movie that was a good movie right. i saw her at a bar the other day and uh was it dan Harmon? it was dan Harmon. the bar um <laughs> shannon Harmon. she was standing in front and i was just like talking to a friend i was like is that mm-hmm. she's been in a bunch of shit and they were like yeah she's been in a bunch of shit and she was talking to a friend and we were just like standing nearby and they stopped talking for a second and we're kind of looking in our direction and I was like, Hey, I don't mean to be weird, but you're great. Uh, <laughs> I love you and all the stuff you've been in. And she goes, Oh my God, thank you so much. That's so wonderful. Uh do you have any work? <laughs> That's literally what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah never and she a, was kidding but that, she was not kidding I- you know what i mean it, that's
0: that's exactly the fucking point <laughs> yeah it's like i think about that all the time i'm like man that guy got to play a billionaire <laughs> one day and he never worked again
1: <laughs> well it was like how it came out that that dude the dude from the cosby show was working at trader joe's and he got shamed in that fucking article yeah i mean um,
0: that, that's something i've been thinking about a lot recently is the whole like um you know, I mean, really, people have to be more understanding of just, like, it is a uh, gig economy, and, like, you know,
1: yeah, people have to fucking make money. There should yeah. be no shame for Fame making money. Fame always lasts money longer than money does. It al- kind of, always does.
0: I mean, that's kind of the thing we were talking about here with this guy, Whitaker Wright, here. It's like, you know, he's keeping on appearances, and that was something immediately I thought of, was that... You know, the guy from the Cosby Show, which happened recently, you know, people (coughs) fucking shittily, you know, shitting on him for like, oh, he works at Trader Joe's. I only shop there every chance I get. You know, it's like, (laughs) who the fuck are you? (laughs) Right. Yeah, so, I mean, it kind of, it sucks because... I don't know. I don't know. You definitely shouldn't feel shame, but, man, I'll, I'll tell you, Like, I feel like society is putting a lot of shame on these people. And it's hard. It's hard to deal with. You know, you can feel a way about it, but if all of society
1: is being like,
0: what? You yeah. work at Trader Joe's? It's like, by the fucking 200th comment of that, you're like, all
1: right, motherfuckers. Well, this is why it further pisses me off and why I'm not impressed by people who scam people, because it's like, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm Damn. old school or old fashioned in this way, but I... I think it's – I get a lot of self-worth out of working for my shit. Gotcha. And, uh, Damn, I'm so the opposite.
0: I love con artists.
1: Oh, man. No, dude. I really, like, have a lot of respect for putting in a fucking day of work. I like. Do. I do respect yeah. that. And I want to. And that's why I Maybe got – I respect con when artists When I just started, got that job working in <laughs> a warehouse, I, like, immediately got happier. Um, I liked – Doing something with your, my hands. Your
0: uh, social media got real funny around that time. Well, <laughs>
1: and I would argue
0: it's still funny. No no, 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 no. Okay, got it. Great. See, Dave, that's how I con people through social media and Patreon. Yeah. Patreon and Kickstarter are the new con artists of our generation. So, guys, buy a t shirt, yeah. join up for the Patreon.
1: <laughs> well, since we're doing it, sure. <laughs> suicidebuddies.threadless.com buy a shirt we are conning you we are conning you oh also yes we have a new Patreon bonus episode up this week it's patreon.com slash suicidebuddies for five dollar patrons or more you get two bonus episodes or more a month uh, we're actually going to play a clip of our uh, Patreon episode from this week right now the episode is called Versation 2 we read a uh, we read a listener mail Um, The email address is Buddiesbuddiesbuddies At gmail.com If you want to Ask us questions Comments Let us know how you feel About the show Suggest people for us To talk about And yeah Here's a clip of the episode So it was one of them I think And I watched The Bachelorette And literally In the episode I watched One dude (laughs) Said to the other This thing that I didn't know People actually said He goes Hey man Get my fucking name Out your mouth (laughs) And I was like, whoa, people actually talk like that? Put some respect on my name. And then what was great was that there's such fucking Neanderthal (laughs) dumbass pieces of shit that he was like, get my fucking name out of your mouth. And they had talked for another minute longer. And the guy goes, what did I say about having my name in your mouth? And then they talked for a little longer. And he's like, if you don't get my name out of your mouth, then I'm going to put my face... My fist on your mouth or whatever. I'm going to put my face up your butt if you don't take my name out of your mouth. I'm going to put a rib on your finger if you don't take my hair out of your eyes. (laughs) Hey, man, get my fist out of your ass. (laughs) And there you have it. There's a clip of our Patreon episode from this week, which we are not teasing at you at all to try to get you to join Patreon. No, 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 that wasn't a transparent act on our part in the least. The whole episode is up on Patreon right now. Um, That was a great episode, Hampton. Do you have anything else you want to say before we get out of here?
0: Thanks, man. Uh, I really enjoy this episode. This guy is, like, fucked up for sure, and I know folks, (laughs) usually we try and have, like... Some sort of, like, mental health advice. This is more just something that I was thinking about before the pod. Mm -hmm. um, Because I've been going over some, like, listener emails, especially in the Facebook group that we have. Like, people post, like, really interesting things. And I would say also something I just keep saying, uh, sorry, keep seeing in the Facebook group is people kind of, like, being like, I'm at the end of my rope. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, should I go to therapy? And I'm not saying that's all of it. Of course, the, the, you know, the Facebook group is incredible. It's great. But I've just been seeing a lot of that. And something I thought about is like why therapy is good is just getting that objective, analytical look at your life. Sure. And I know we've advocated a lot of times it's going to be really hard and it's going to be really hard to get the right therapist, get the right medicine. But the point is is kind of like sometimes I feel like people get really subjective in their own mind about being like I'm awful, I'm terrible. I'm the cause of all these problems. And it's like you know, and I can tell you right now like oh they'll they'll say the opposite, but I think it is important to get someone to just go you're maybe just in your own brain yeah. too much about this stuff. He's a perfect example, honestly. Mm-hmm, Even mm-hmm. though, like, yeah, I think oh, he's Whitaker? a piece of
1: shit. Yeah, um, for conning that many people, mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, I mean, he killed himself because his world was crashing down on him. He had, like, abused all these people. They stood up against him. By the way, he was given a seven-year prison sentence, and that's when he he killed himself. So he he was guilty. He was like... I didn't think a civil suit could do that. That's crazy. It went Um, to
0: the fucking state.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They were like,
0: you have scammed many people. You are a
1: community problem. um, Oh, well, that actually explains it a lot more. (laughs) But yeah, so, like, he's... His world is crashing down on him. He doesn't... He has to, like, pay all this money. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, uh, fuck it. But mm-hmm. if he were to get any perspective, it would have been like, well, no. <laughs> even though you fucked over that many people, you're gonna be in prison for seven years. You're gonna. They're gonna take some of your money and then you'll still be alive and have some money. That's true. I mean, um, I,
0: you know, and honestly, yeah, to the nth degree, like, hopefully, you know, if he had gotten some sort of psychiatry help early on to just be like you're lying to people you're scamming people do you <laughs> yeah. feel bad you know what i mean like usually a psychiatrist kind of asks you, you about know your behavior that this hurts people oh yeah does this hurt people do you feel okay with that <laughs> yeah like, just that sort of thing and you go well not really but i like money <laughs> yeah you then maybe take a second to be like what the fuck did i just say <laughs> <laughs> right. you know what i mean like yeah. it's like you have to question your moral beliefs and that is The benefit of therapy is that someone else is just looking at what you're saying. If you're like, I'm garbage, no one can convince me I'm not garbage. It's like, well, let someone else at least hear that and then go okay yes, yeah you no? know what's
1: funny is like I spent many years of my life literally thinking I'm garbage that literal exact thought and then the first time I said it out loud to another person mm-hmm. was the first time I was like oh I have a massive problem it was literally just the saying of it I know it was crazy
0: it it's a, it, it, it pents up you know and I think yeah. that was kind of my one uh, takeaway that I thought of before this that I saw also kind of related to the story it's yeah. just like Man, you got to deal with your shit early on, <laughs> yeah. and the earlier you do, the better. Yeah, the better you are, you know. Uh, Dave, this has been a great episode. Been, been great fun, fun dude. man.
1: Thank you, um,
0: folks. By uh, check out the new t shirts we put up. The y'all ever's. Y'all ever. We got the Patreon. Write yeah. us uh, episode
1: suggestions at
0: buddies 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 at gmail.
1: And thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week on the internet. <laughs> here at Suicide Buddies glad you're alive get on the internet thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies you are the absolute best we love you we're glad you're alive and remember we joke around about suicide and suicidal thoughts on this show not because we take suicide lightly because that's how we deal with it so if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-8255 they will hear you They know what you're going through. There is help out there. Please stay here with us and have a great night.